This podcast is brought to you by GG Poker. GG Poker won huge tournaments and hold the Guinness World Record for the largest prize pool for an online poker tournament. As the world's biggest online poker room, GG Poker are making poker fun again. GG Poker offers exciting game formats and software features that aren't available anywhere else. So why play anywhere else? Plus, if you're new to GG Poker, get £60 free play when you make your first deposit of £10 or more. Players must be 18 plus. Full terms and conditions apply. Please see ggpoker.co.uk for details. BeGambleAware.org. Please play responsibly. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This afternoon, I'm joined by Kevin McCluskey, James McKenzie, and Sean Connolly. For the halftime break, it said Aberdeen won Celtic 2, James, uh, in terms of a first half. How would you sum that up? Quite an entertaining game of football. It was pretty pretty entertaining end to end, really. It was, you'd break your neck looking back and forth, how sort of fast play was getting overturned. I thought it was solid enough, first half. I'd say that a bit. You could see the similarities with the Ross County game. I pointed out on the pre-match show that um, we're going to get hit hard very early on. Aberdeen would have no doubt seen the sloppy start against Ross County would have went full throttle again, and they did. But we dealt with it in the early stages. I thought Mike Navrocki, uh earmarked him at the start of the game as someone to watch, and I think he's probably the best out of the back four. I thought he was he was really solid. I thought Cameron Carter-Vickers had a bit of a poor game, a bit unlike him. The, the reason that we looked a bit sloppy at points is because some of our most consistent players weren't perhaps playing to the best of their ability. The likes of your Carter Vickers or your Callum McGregor. We were getting overturned too easily. Then on the positive side of things, I thought, I mentioned it when we done the coverage of the game against Athletic Club. I thought there was moments where, particularly from set pieces, we would stop them breaking away very good. I thought Turnbull was cutting out a lot of the attacks before he could even really get started. I thought... Um, Cal, Cal McGregor was doing a lot of the same stuff. And yeah, I thought it was really solid. Um, Kevin, have you got any sort of players in particular that you would earmark as like having a very impressive first half? Um, yeah, um, I would add into that uh, Matt O'Reilly in the midfield. 
I thought he's had a really good first half. He's he's covered the space really well. He's taken up a lot of good positions on that kind of right-hand side of the three in the midfield. Been really impressed by what he's done. Played a couple of really good forward balls as well, for mainly for Abada. There was one near the end of the half. I think he tried to cross it in for Kyogo. It's just been cut out. So, yeah, I think actually it's been a really, really good game. It's the type of game that you want to see in the SPL or the Cinch Premiership, whatever we're calling it these days. Um, it's been really competitive. I'm going to have to give Aberdeen lots of credit because I think they've been fantastic in that half. They've they've pressed us from the word go. They've pushed us back. They've forced us into making mistakes and playing long balls when we don't want to do that. So I think you give Aberdeen lots of credit. They've been really uh, proactive in the way that they've come after us. But as the game's gone on, we've kind of managed that, and we've I mean we're two one up. We've taken our chances. Uh, and that's all you can do. So it's been a really competitive game. We're ahead at half time. I'm sure Brendan will have the players in and give them a wee bit of uh, insights into what they can do better for the second half. But, uh, you know, two, two and up can't complain too much. I'm, I'm going to disagree slightly with your point, James, on Navrotsky. I thought he was... Uh, sorry, not, I got called in this earlier. How do you say it? Navrotsky? Navrotsky. 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 Uh, I thought he's been pretty poor, to be honest. Uh, like he's, he's, uh, positioning, he's been caught badly out of position a couple of times. Uh, once at the goal, there was another one where the two uh, players fitted down overhead kick and he's just he's just nowhere, to be honest. Um, he's getting caught wrong side of the defenders. Look, yeah, he's shown some physical attributes, some good winning the headers and stuff like that, but uh, his positioning is really poor so far, I think. Um I'm worried about it to be honest. Uh, I agree with you uh, about uh, Matt O'Reilly there, Kevin. I thought he's been the best player on the pitch, and I think Maeda has got them absolutely on toast. And if uh, the referee was doing his job, uh, at least two of those defenders would be booked, and Maeda would be getting a free run on them because they are just targeting him physically. They are not getting anywhere near the ball or anything. They're just trying to impede him every time. Uh, but yeah, that's that's that's. Uh, other than that, I can agree with what you guys are saying. If I'm just going to argue my case for Navrovsky, I thought any time he has been caught out of position or he's sort of been caught off guard, his recovery work, I thought, has been very good. Me and Paul were both noticing it when we were watching the game. And he's not really rushing things out for a corner or rushing things out for a throw in a dangerous position either. He's helping along to the fullback and getting us going again. I think it, you'll, it'll take time. You'll notice moments like this where we'll get caught out of position a few times, but... We saw the same with like Starfelt at the start of his Celtic career. I'll take a bit of time to adjust, but once he gets going, it'll be perfectly fine, I think. Uh, you're probably right. And I doubt we'll see Turnbull for the second half, to be fair, as well. I, I want to bring that up, and I also want to bring up some of the, the concerns around um, not only the midfield, but also the, the back line. Because during the first half, I was saying to James, and this, I'm, I'm not highlighting uh, the comment or just to, to try and uh, disagree deliberately, but in that first half, I was struggling to see anything that Tony Ralston had done wrong. I'm going to be honest, right? And I was watching him with interest because I think that it has taken him a while to get into his stride um, at the end of last season. And I was thinking to myself, can he get back up to that standard of performance, albeit only until Johnson comes back into the side? And I thought I thought he played particularly well. There was a few moments where he stuck to his task. He was, you know, defensively um, doing stuff that... Carter Vickers failed to do a couple of times in the first half, but no one bats an eyelid or even highlights it. And um, there's a few comments coming up there about Ralston uh, being off it. I, I don't see that at all. Kevin McCluskey, I thought Ralston had a very good first half. Yeah. Yeah, I think he was pretty solid enough. And if you want to compare him to the fullback on the other side, he's been, he's been night and day. I think mm. Taylor's 
you know, I've been one of his biggest fans for at least the last 18 months or so. He's not been at it today. Um, he's been taken to the cleaners a few times. His positioning's been cut out. Whereas on the other side of the pitch, Ralston's been pretty solid. He's done what we know Ralston can do, what he was doing last season or the season before under Ange. So, yeah, yeah, impressed by him. Not so much by what we've seen on the other side. See, see on the subject of Taylor then, Sean, I'll, I'll ask you your opinion on this, right? Uh, I think over the last two years, the consistency he managed to uh, reach uh, at left back, you know, he was not getting dropped, basically. And, and going into this pre-season, I was talking about bringing in a left back because I wasn't happy with his backup in Burnaby. I hadn't seen enough from him. But what Kevin says there, I don't disagree with that at all. Is it down to the position, the different use of the, the fullbacks? do you think, Sean? Because I, I think mm-hmm. in the, the last couple of games, he hasn't looked great. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Yeah, I think you're right. And on the point of Ralston, I I called last week, uh, a point I made last week is I think he should probably play in centre-back. And I think we could do worse than having Ralston in beside uh, Cameron Carter-Vickers. Taylor, yes, uh, he's still uh, got a good range of passing going forward, but uh, he's not getting that overlap. He's not looking as solid defensively. He's looking very kind of Lee Naylor-ish these uh, last couple of games, and it is a concern. Naylor-esque. There you go. Mm-hmm. Naylor-esque. Um, I'm going to bring in some of the, the points because we're 1,100 strong. It's obviously captured the imagination that first half. As I said before, um, I'm not a neutral, but that I thought was a very good game of football. Uh, we can look at all the defensive frailties and the fact that we're giving the ball away far too often in the midfield. But overall, very good game of football. Paddy, you're not happy with the back passes, the slack passes, the missed passes. And I've got to agree with that. There's a player there in Abada who, yeah, he opened the score and he done very well, actually, uh, to do that because a lot of people were about to criticise him for knocking it in. He should have just left it. No, he done the right thing. He scores the goal. But there's three or four occasions in that first half, James, where, you know, if he plays the killer pass or if he makes a different decision, we're three or four up. Yeah, I've been sort of raving about Abada for ages on a Celtic state of mind, so it's only right that I call him out when he doesn't do too good. That He shows some good anticipation for the the first goal, which I can't believe it took too long for them to come to the decision that it wasn't offside before the angle that perfectly showed he was onside was shown. Me and Paul were still saying that's, that's onside. It comes off the Aberdeen head anyway. But there was, I think it was Eric that mentioned it in the chat, he's been pretty greedy at a lot of points. There was a moment where he has Matt O'Reilly clean through on the right-hand side, but instead he goes for the shot, a very tame effort that just rolls wide of the post. It was it was pretty poor from him. And there was moments where he had the killer pass. Dive Maida, as I think it was Sean that mentioned, has been absolutely phenomenal. He's my sort of player of the half 
in that first half. There's so many moments. Nicky Devlin will be having nightmares about Dyes Maeda tonight because it was causing so many problems and there were so many moments where he was free on that left-hand side and Abada didn't just pick him out. Another thing I sort of earmarked from that first half was we saw Kugel dropping deep again. There was so many points. Mm. Even dropping deep and doing the defensive work when it looked like we're under pressure to cut out a potential Aberdeen breakaway. So I thought Kyogo, it was a great finish for his goal as well. It's very poor stuff from Nicky Devlin to head it straight back to him. Both of our goals, they haven't really come from good play, but haven't really created a standout, clear-cut chance. It's been sort of gift-wrapped in a bowl from Aberdeen, the first and the second goal. So if we can create a bit more sort of chances, put a bit more pressure on Aberdeen, then I'd, I'd, I'd be pretty happy. Yeah, I'm going to bring in some of the comments because it's uh, 1,200 strong on the live stream. Um, CB, Taylor and Ralston have been poor. Luckily, their defence is worse. I disagree with Ralston. I think he's been solid. Um, and Vincey, three, O'Reilly wanting a quicker ball from the defence. I've been very impressed with O'Reilly, but it seems as though, Sean, I might be wrong, it seems as though the, the game is passing McGregor by a wee bit. Yeah, he got caught in possession once and he's had a couple of heavy touches it's, it's he's certainly below his usual standard uh, and, but he's got such high standards right he's not I wouldn't say he's poor and I wouldn't say there's anyone better on the bench that could do a better job but yeah he's, he's, he has been subpar uh, but the game and, and look there was a few comments saying uh, and you guys you mentioned Paddy's comment about the slack passing and stuff like that and I think the game is just absolutely frenetic in terms of pressure so I give him a little bit of an out in that uh, where I don't give them an out on is is uh, the goal kick, where you're not under pressure when it's a dead ball and we can't get out from a goal kick. So I'm not going to give them a buy in that one. No, th- this is it. James and I were talking in the first half that, you know, some players get a bit of free buy at times. We, we've been accused of it here on Axel. We, didn't, we don't give McGregor a half time and he's not playing well. Carter Vickers can't have a bad game, etc., etc. But I think what happens is you build a perception of a particular player. I think Ralston suffers from this badly. You know, in a negative sense, he can't have a good game. It's Tony Ralston. But actually, when you break down his performance, I thought he was solid in that first half. I want to talk about Maida, though. I, th- I thought, you know, Maida ha- has looked so, so sharp. And we spoke about him all the way through the preseason. Kevin, you've done most of the games in the preseason. Um, obviously, that one standout performance playing centre forward and scoring a hat trick in, in the first half. And, and I think we've seen it today more than ever. The, the sharpness is unbelievable. And he's doing that Rogers thing whereby it's not about hitting bylines and getting the ball zipped into the front post. It's about cutting in as a winger. And he's doing it so, so well, isn't he? Yeah. Uh, Sean mentioned it uh, right at the top of the, the half time there. I think Maeda's probably been our best player in that first half. I, him and O'Reilly, for me, have both been incredible. Well, not incredible, but very, very good in that first half. But yeah, Maeda, every time he's got the ball, I think it's Morris that he's up against and Devlin as well. He's got them on toast. He's absolutely rinsing them every time he's got the ball. And again, Sean's right. They're not able to stop him by just standing him up. They're having to bring him down every time or is fouling him. At least one of them could be on a yellow card by now. And if they are, it's a completely different game because then he gets mm-hmm. a complete free run at them in that second half. Uh, he's doing them for pace. As he says, he's cutting inside. His final ball has been pretty impressive as well, and that was always a feature under Ange that you know a wee question mark over. His final mm-hmm. ball today has been excellent, so he's uh, he's that out ball for us today that we need to kind of make the most of in the second half, and I think it helps with the way that Aberdeen are playing because Aberdeen I think have made this the game the competitive game that it's been. Paddy's comments about uh, the slack passing 
is largely down to Aberdeen pressing us and not giving us time on the ball and forcing us back. But at the same time, because they're actually being quite aggressive, they're leaving a bit of space in behind and they're holding a, a fairly high line for certainly a team playing against Celtic. Mm-hmm. And if we can just capitalise on that, get the ball forward a wee bit quicker, get it down the channels, Maida with his pace and Abada on the other side as well, we'll get in behind and we'll cause them problems in that second half. I want everybody to screenshot the comment I'm going to be bringing up next. Never thought I'd see it. It's Daniel F praising Joe Hart. Um, and <laughs> it happened. By the way, Joe Hart has actually done very well. Daniel, fair play to you for coming away with that. We'll get it laminated and stuck on the fridge. Uh, great to hear from you as always. I want to talk about the, the Hitati uh, Turnbull thing before we go back. Because again, a conversation I was having in the first half Stephen is that Welsh. a lot of people... Stephen Welsh is on. Who's he replaced? I don't know. I've not seen it yet. Cameron Carter, he's on as well. Uh, I'm just going to ask the question, what what do you do with Turnbull? Right, there you go. There's the answer. Because I think sometimes when somebody makes a point about a player, they're they're actually keen to see that player play well or not play too well to prove the point. But obviously, the change has been made. It'll be interesting to see, uh, obviously, Stephen Welsh making that appearance because we spoke about it in the first half. If that's the team's back on the pack, let's join the action. Thanks, everybody, for getting involved. If you want to comment on the full-time whistle, then subscribe to the channel over on YouTube, 1200 Strong, which is phenomenal. Thank you to Sean and James and Kevin for joining me on a Celtic State of Mind. Network.